You're listening to episode 226 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about value and the transformation that you can provide for people and why charging what you're worth, and I have more to say on what that even means, (laughs) can be used to have a greater impact. Because as you know, that's a a big part of of what I talk about, that that's what I stand for, is having a greater impact. That's why my my course is called Podcasting for Impact. That's why I I coach people based on having greater impact in the world and being able to show up as the best possible version of themselves for their own sake and for the sake of the people that they're trying to reach as well. And I think that this is a really big conversation to have because there's a lot involved with this and there's a lot to unpack here. Because we all have money shit. All of us. I, I Right off the bat, I'm going to give you a few other episodes to reference here that are going to be in the show notes. The best one that I can possibly offer you is the episode that I did with the incredible Selena Gray. She is just a, an amazing, amazing human. Uh, it's We're talking about the trauma of money and how our money stories as adults are all rooted in childhood experiences fascinating episode. She just has some incredible info. So that's episode 178. Um, episode 188 is all about uh, charging that, that you deserve to be paid and not have your brain picked for free. <laughs> it's a very, uh, it, it's a pet peeve of mine <laughs> when people talk about that. And that's a really powerful episode. So many people have, have reached out to me about that one and said how much it resonated with them. And episode 221 as well. That one's also really relevant here. It's about um, a little bit more about my story in terms of the jobs that I've held over the years and and what it has taken me to get to where I am and how I'm frankly still a little bit surprised that I've ended up where I am. And I've never actually shared sort of my full journey. And I wanted to give you some behind the scenes because I think it's really important to see that I didn't just wake up one day and decide to be a podcasting and business coach. Um, that's just not how this went. And it's, uh, it's been a weird road to get here. And I, I'm with that episode, uh, episode 221, I wanted to really encourage you that no matter where you are right now, you still have a long way to go. Okay. So that's a really important one to keep in mind as we're going through some of the things that we're talking about today. So you can go listen to those first, if you want, uh, episode 188, 178 and 221. And, you know, pause this, go listen to those first, or you can listen to this one and then go back. Okay. So something else that is relevant to mention here is I ask people a lot of questions, (laughs) a lot of questions right in the introduction of this podcast that you hear every single time you listen. I actually mentioned being perpetually curious, and that is not an exaggeration. A a good friend of mine actually uh, said to me the other day, he asked if I have an off button (laughs) 
I'm always peppering people with questions and I always have more questions and I never seem to run out. And I think that I, I have some questions that I will often ask that sometimes I, I will have the same question that I will ask a number of different people because I love hearing the different responses and answers. So often I will ask a wide variety of questions, but I do have a handful of questions that I love to just ask the same question to different people. And one of them is, would you rather have fame, money, or impact? Fame, money, or impact, which one would you rather have? My answer personally is sort of in the middle of the last two, so money or impact, and this is why. First of all, I have no interest in fame, none. Um, but I, it took me a long time to get here, but I, I finally accepted that if I want to have the kind of impact I want on the scale that I want to have it, it's going to inevitably mean a certain degree of notoriety just because I'm in the online space. Um, and the online space is by nature public. So there's that. Um, I, I actually go into that a lot more and how my fear of fame has held me back a lot in the past. Um, in episode 149 about the fear of success is real and how everything has a price. So I really recommend checking out that episode as well. It, it really goes deep into, um, into some things that I think people don't always consider when it comes to, you know, the online business looks glamorous and whatever. It's not, I assure you, but <laughs> we unpack that a lot more anyway. So fame, impact or money. And the reason why I would choose money and, and then by extension impact is because money can buy money. Doesn't buy happiness. Uh, if, if you haven't learned that by now, that's a lesson that you need to figure out real fast because money does not buy happiness. What money does buy is choices and options and money can also help to buy the choices and options to create more impact in the world, no matter what that looks like for you. Maybe it is starting a charity. Maybe it is just donating to a number of different uh, charities or causes that mean a lot to you. Maybe it is supporting the people in your life that mean the most to you and taking care of them. Um, there, there, I mean, the, the options are endless when you can have the money behind you to back it up. So, you know, initially people might get uncomfortable about that kind of question and they almost don't want to pick the money one because they, you know, we might think that it sounds greedy or, uh, who do you think you are? It, 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 there's so many things that can come up here. And, and I go, you know, we go into that a lot more, um, with Selena Gray in episode 178. So really recommend that episode. But a lot of times I can almost see people's wheels turning when I ask them that question about the fame, uh, money or impact, because I think a lot of people will think initially they want to say money, but that they should say impact. And my response is always the money. And then, yeah, I can have the impact because the money will give me the choices and options to create that impact. That's my answer personally. But I want you to, to think about that a little bit because that plays a big part in what we're talking about here with money and, and the value that we place on money and the transformation that can happen depending on how we use our money. Because I'm just going to be straight up with you here. You can't have the impact you want to have if you aren't making the money you deserve. 
You simply can't. But in order to consider that, we have to unpack the sort of so-called deservingness of money a little bit. Like, how does that even feel to you? Do you feel that you deserve money? Or do you instead have a sense of unworthiness around money? Maybe um, you're somebody who, let's say you're, you come up with a, a new program or course or whatever, and you have a lot of trouble pricing it. But once you finally settle on the price, you, you keep questioning yourself. You're like, well, I, have I put in enough value? Have I given enough? Do I, you, you're always trying to find ways to give more and more and more and more while keeping the price point the same. And I get it because I'm also all about that, you know, under promise over deliver that, that can actually be something of a, of a marketing tactic, um, in, in the best possible way. I say tactic in this case, like in, in a good way, because who doesn't love to be surprised with some extra value that that's great up to a point, because you have to ask yourself, what are the reasons that you feel if, if you feel you need to add all kinds of extra value to be worthy of charging a certain price, that's a problem. That's a problem because that's, that's indicative of a more internal issue that you need to deal with and unpack because that's ultimately going to be rooted in a sense of unworthiness that doesn't really have a lot to do with money. It does like, like it definitely does. But even if we, if we strip the money piece away, there's still internal worthiness issues that need to be dealt with. Even if we take the money out of the equation and I have had to deal with this. Sometimes I still deal with this. Sometimes I can still feel it coming up where I'm like, Ooh, like I want to charge this, but am I giving enough and I need to give more and I have to make sure. And then I catch myself and I'm like, okay, but what is the transformation that I'm providing for somebody? And why am I questioning like my worth as a coach or as a person, as a human? These are the things that I want to, you to start catching yourself on because I'm not saying that this can be fixed overnight, but once you start to notice it, I, I talk about this on the podcast all the time, that it's about knowing yourself and calling yourself out. And once you start to notice these types of things within yourself, you can then start to do the work on them. But if it's all about awareness, if you never even realize that these are the kinds of things holding you back, you're never going to be able to change them to move forward and progress. So what does that deservingness of money mean to you? And a lot of times we have a lot of negativity associated with wealth. So think about that for a minute. Do you look down on people who flaunt their wealth, their, their monetary wealth? Do you think that it's excessive? Do you judge them? Do you think, oh, must be nice favorite phrase, right? Must be nice. There are all kinds of things that we can unpack there. And when you start to catch yourself in those moments, I've actually got another whole episode coming up on the universe gives us what we think we deserve. And that can be really closely related to this because if we're, if it, let's say that, that you want to have the money, you want to have the financial freedom, you would like to have that wealth. 
But then you look at people who are wealthy and you think all of those things or even potentially say them out loud, like, oh, it must be nice. Ugh, like so excessive. What? There's no need for that. Um, you know, they buy, I don't know, somebody buys a, I, I, I don't even know, 5,000 square foot house and has a, a private helicopter to fly them to it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's so wasteful. Like that's, that's so unnecessary and whatever. Okay. Just because that isn't what you would, let's say that, that you were wealthy and that simply wasn't going to be how you chose to spend your wealth. That's one thing, but you would have the option to do those things that you maybe currently don't. And just because you wouldn't do those exact same things with, you know, that exact same amount of money, if you are constantly putting down the idea of wealth and how other people are using it, how other people are using their money, then why would you end up with any of that money? Why would you end up being able to call that wealth in? And it's a fine line because I am also very hyper aware of the fact that I'm a little bit, I, I, I definitely believe in manifestation, but there is a fine line because it's, I, I've mentioned this in the podcast before, it's tricky because it's like, well, is it manifestation or is it white privilege? And I'm very hyper aware of that because so much of manifestation can sometimes be <laughs> tracked back to white privilege and doesn't acknowledge that side of things. So that is definitely part of, I, I always want to make sure that that is part of the conversation, but I just really want to bring awareness and, and shed light on this, this thing that you might be doing without even being consciously aware of it, that when you're seeing people who have obvious wealth, that you're really putting that down yet you would like that wealth you can't have it both ways you can't have it both ways because what that also does is then that confirms to you that to have money and to be wealthy is somehow bad that that's that's not a good thing and that's not what we want either because you do deserve to be well paid everyone deserves to be well paid for doing things that they're great at and something else that we hear a lot is that we need to charge what we're worth. You'll hear a lot of coaches talk about this. I have talked about this in the past. And the phrase sounds great. And it's true. And yes, I, I totally stand, stand by that. But what I want to underscore here is that we need, we need to get one thing crystal clear. You are a human being. And you as a human being are invaluable. There is no number or price tag that you can put on your worth as a human. What you can price is the transformation that you can provide for people, the service that you can provide for people. But I want you to catch yourself here because when you are pricing something, when it's coming time to put a price tag on something that you are offering, your brain is going to try to logic you out of it. You know, oh, I have too little experience. I, I can't possibly charge that much. I haven't been doing this for long enough. Um, there's people in the field who've been doing this 10 times longer and they charge way less than that. Uh, I feel like a hot master complete shit show. Like I could go on all day. There's all kinds of things that our brain can come up with 
to talk us out of charging an amount that we believe the transformation we provide is worth. But something I, um, I, I recently, uh, a few months ago, hired Rachel Rogers. I'll reference her in the show notes. The woman is a complete badass. She's incredible. And she and her team on one of the calls said something that stopped me dead in my tracks. They were talking about money and value and worth. And uh, one of the women on her team, Natalie Miller, said, it took me my entire life to get here. And that's what you need to think about when it comes to charging for service that you're offering. Because I'm just going to use my podcasting course as an example. Okay. So podcasting for impact is, is a course that I've created. And yes, it teaches you the basics about how to launch and, and grow a podcast, how to get things off the ground, you know, the editing, all the backend stuff. It also teaches you about like relationship building and vulnerability and connection and how to, you know, build these incredible relationships with not only your guests, but your listeners, um, relating to people, compassion, and, and yes, making money off of a podcast as well, building your business around it, strategy. Then I, I do office hours every single week where I coach my students live through some of these issues. And because I tend to attract people who, um, you know, want to have a really big impact in the world. A lot of times they're sharing stories on their podcast uh, or their future podcast that are more vulnerable. And, and vulnerable is, is all relative to the individual, by the way. Somebody could uh, find that sharing what they had for breakfast that morning is super vulnerable. And that's, that's completely legitimate, by the way. So vulnerability is a total sliding scale, depending on what that means to each individual person. But I would not have been able to create that course the way I created it and to coach the way I coach and to just show up on this podcast in general for you as a listener if I did not have all of the years of education and life experience and all of the, the shit that I've gone through and like ridiculous, like random ass jobs I've worked in and that I go into in episode 221 and all of these things. It's because of all of those things that I am who I am today and that I am able to show up in the way that I do. And that's also one of the biggest reasons why I always push people to start the podcast, to launch the business, to do all of those things, because you might be looking out there going, well, somebody else has already done it, or it's already been said, or someone has done it better. No, they haven't. Because no one else has your unique story, your unique life experiences, your unique views, you know, all of those things that encompass where you have been and how you've gotten to where you are today. Nobody else has that exact story or experience. No one in the entire world. How crazy is that? right? And it can all be summed up in that one sentence that uh, Natalie Miller on the Rachel Rogers team said, which was, it took me my entire life to get here. What the fuck is that worth? What is that worth? So when you're creating a course and, and, you know, and I'm just using that as one example, you're creating a course or something, and you're going, well, you know, anybody could look this up on the internet. I don't know. It's just charge, 
50 bucks. Okay. I mean, like depending on, on the transformation that you're providing within that course, maybe that's, that's certainly possible, but is that true? Like what else have you put into it? What else are you providing? Maybe, uh, are, are you doing like some coaching or something like that? Like that's certainly going to change the value. Um, there, there's so many factors to consider here. If you are working with clients one-on-one, what, what is that worth? Like maybe you have built multiple businesses in the background. Maybe you have been working at this business thing for years. Maybe you've hired, you know, a, a bunch of different coaches to help you along the way. You've spent all kinds of money. You've done all kinds of personal growth work, like all of these things, all of those help you to provide someone else with a unique transformation. So what is that transformation worth? Because it took you your entire life to get here before you even knew that this was where you were headed. So don't devalue yourself. Because all the shit it took you to get here and, and everything you've gone through and all the things you've done, and all the courses you've taken and all of, all of the things, <laughs> all the hours spent, like putting things together in the background, all of that. Now you're going to devalue yourself and start discounting what you do and talking yourself down and showing up as, as a, a tiny fraction of yourself. The skills and the perspectives and the, the experiences that you possess and show up with in the world have been cultivated over years and years and years. So ask yourself what the transformation is that you provide. What transformation do you provide? I have uh, a dear friend who also happens to be a client and she has a skincare line. She's incredible. In fact, I'm going to reference her because she's been on the podcast way back when, and that episode has still done incredibly well. It still continues to do incredibly well. Uh, her name is Rachel Devine. Um, so I will reference the, the episode. I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but I will reference it in the show notes. And she has a skincare line. It is the only product that I have basically allowed to touch my face for what now? What are we up to now? Two, two and a half years, basically ever since I discovered her. <laughs> um, even like my body, actually like my entire body, that's, I only use her products and she has completely changed the entire way that I think about skincare. And I see her doing these incredible things. And she comes out with just this amazing, all this amazing information all the time. She is the most knowledgeable human I've ever encountered when it comes to skin. And she comes at it from a very holistic approach, which I always really appreciate because that's how I tend to approach life, business, podcasting, like all from a holistic approach. So I really appreciate that when I see that in other people as well. And when, when you think about the transformation that somebody like that provides, you might kind of brush it off. Um, you might kind of go like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like that's, that's great. You know, like skin, that's important. But think about somebody who has maybe dealt with really severe acne their entire life. Okay. Their entire life. They have spent years fighting it and, uh, buying all these different products and seeking help from all these different people. And, trying to figure out what it is that is the problem, changing their diet, um, changing their exercise routine, doing all these weird, crazy things, all because of their skin, because anyone who has ever dealt with, uh, even just like a mild breakout, sometimes it's very, 
it makes you extremely self-conscious. And I've always been very fortunate. I, I've never dealt with acne, but you know, I don't know basically anyone who's never had a single breakout in, in their life. And I know that whenever I've had even just a minor breakout, you feel like everyone's staring at your face and <laughs> like you're very self-conscious and all of those things. So I can't imagine having to deal with really severe acne because I've, I've talked to people, I've had friends who I know that it has been so debilitating for them and has taken such a massive hit on their confidence and how they show up in life. So when you think about the kind of transformation that someone like my friend Rachel can provide for somebody who has struggled with acne their entire lives, and if, if, if she's able to teach them the, the methods and, and the ways to holistically approach that so that they no longer have acne, I, I'd, I mean, I don't even know how you put a price tag on that. Truly, that kind of transformation can shift somebody's entire life because if that gives them the confidence to start showing up in their lives the way that they want to and the way that they're meant to, that changes the game. That can shift somebody's entire life. So I want you to start thinking about the transformation. That's how you need to start thinking about your pricing. Not only that, if you undercharge, you will be resentful as fuck. I promise you, you will be resentful as fuck. If you undercharge what you're worth, you are going to be so annoyed with yourself. You're going to be resentful of your client. Every time they message you, you're going to be like, oh, like they didn't even pay me enough to do this. <laughs> Guess who charged them that amount? <laughs> you did. You did. So if you don't start charging the price that you, that, that the transformation you provide is worth, it's going to be a problem for both you and for the person that you're trying to help. I know you think that you're doing that other person a favor. You're not. I promise you, you're not. In episode 79 with uh, my girl, Christina Montalvo, <laughs> we talk about how your money mindset is holding you back. And we, we go into a few different things there. But one of the things is that when there's, when there's more money on the line, you're going to work harder as, as the coach your client will also likely work harder to implement. It's a win-win. Just like if you undercharge, it's probably going to be a lose-lose because your client may not take it as seriously. You're getting resentful and everybody loses. But we often believe the lie that people always want the cheapest. People always want whatever is, is cheapest on the market. That isn't true at all. Most people want quality. They want results. And if they're much more likely to get results for $500 instead of $25, you might be surprised at the number of people that will find a way to pay the $500. Going back to the, the acne, um, the, the acne example. It, I Personally, if I was somebody who was dealing with acne, if I knew that I could get results, if I was confident that I could get results for 500 bucks and somebody else was offering me something for 25, I'd probably be a lot more likely to somehow scrape together enough money to pay the 500 to get the real results that I knew were also going to, to last as well. If, you know, I could see the testimonials and I could, I could see and, and I really trusted this person who was charging 500 bucks, which is why cultivating that trust with your people is so important. 
I would find a way to pay the 500 bucks because that transformation would be so important to me. And yes, some people can't pay our prices or they won't one or the other. Some people genuinely can't. Some people just won't. That's okay. They, they aren't your people. And if, and if somebody just can't pay right now, maybe you are something that they are going to keep in mind to work towards for when they are able to pay you too. I've said on this podcast before, my very first business coach, I was following her for four, five years before I paid her a dime. And then the first time I paid her, I threw $3,500 on the table. <laughs> Not literally, uh, over the internet, but you know, <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Think about this as well. I have a coach who has been in uh, the fitness coaching space for nearly two decades and he charges accordingly. Um, he, he's in charge of all of my workouts and programming. He's in daily contact with me. He makes adjustments as needed. So for example, if I go really hard on, on lifting one week with super, super heavy weights and I don't get enough rest to compensate, my nervous system tends to go kind of haywire and he has to rein me in a little bit <laughs> and changes, you know, things up a little bit to, to allow for that. He helps me keep my mental health on track just as much as my physical health. He's also a good friend. And I actually told him flat out to bump up his rates and that I would still happily pay him because he provides an incredible transformation for me. And he provides, you know, all kinds of value. But, but to me, it's in that transformation. But it's not always just about the length of time. You know, I mentioned that he's been in the, in the coaching space for, space for two decades. But I never want anyone to necessarily compare themselves only based on length of time in whatever your respective industry is, because it is about the transformation and the results that you can get someone. It's about the level of expertise that somebody has. I also have a couple of good friends who have been doing what they do in their respective fields, uh, not the fitness coaching space, but um, in, in other fields for more like five or six years compared to you know, two or three or four decades, but they know far more in their areas of expertise than nearly anyone else I have ever encountered in their respective fields because they have absolutely poured themselves into their work. I have never seen people work so fucking hard to get so good at what they do. And because of that, they're able to provide a transformation, an incredible transformation. Something else here too that I want to mention, and this kind of, I mean, I probably should have mentioned this with the, you know, some people can't pay or, or can pay or won't never assume that you know what people can pay. It is very easy to make assumptions here and it's bullshit. And I've done that in the past. And then I've been shocked sometimes where a client that I wasn't sure was going to sign up with me at all because it, I kind of thought, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if she would be able to she paid me in full for a $1,400 product. This is a few years ago. And I was like, damn, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> but a lot of times those assumptions can also be based on stereotypes, um, potentially even like racist, cultural, or patriarchal stereotypes as well that have been bred into us as a society. And that's a very dangerous road to go down. So don't make assumptions. Don't ever sell yourself short or the person that you were trying to reach because you're making the assumption that they can't afford to pay you. That's a load of shit. Don't make that mistake. Okay. So mostly I just, uh, seem to have a lot to rant about on this topic today. <laughs> this one has gone longer than I intended, but 
a lot of this was born out of that whole idea that Rachel Rogers team uh, mentioned to me that I had kind of had floating around in, in my head, like the idea of for a long time, but they put it in such a succinct way in that one single sentence. It took me my entire life to get here. And that one sentence it applied to, I mean, that could be applied to a, a variety of different things, but applied to this whole idea of, um, what you charge and money and the transformation that you provide that makes things pretty fucking clear when you think about things on those terms. So I want you to think about that the next time you are struggling to decide what to charge, whether you're worth it, how much value you're providing, all of these things. I want you to think about that. It took you your entire life to get here. Don't start devaluing yourself now. Okay. Okay. I think I'm done. <laughs> I feel like I've been on a bit of a soapbox today. This is not the intention. Trust me. I have struggled with every single one of these things all along the way. These are years worth of lessons all wrapped up into a single episode, uh, years of coaching and mentoring and all of these things that I have had to learn the hard way. And once in a while I can still feel those voices, you know, that is kind of that inner voice coming out going, well, who do you think you are to charge that? And I, I've now gotten to the point at least where I can talk myself out of it because I can make all of these other arguments to myself in my head, <laughs> but it's, it's taken a long time to get here. And I'm hoping that listening to this episode will maybe help you to be able to do this for yourself as well. The next time you can feel those types of feelings and, and emotions coming up. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much for listening for bearing with me on this one. Uh, there was a, a lot to get through on this and, uh, please share this episode on social media. Honestly, one of the best ways that you can support a podcast is not only to write a review for this podcast. If you have not ever written a review for this podcast, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I read every single one. They bring tears to my eyes. They keep me going. Truly. They mean the absolute world to me. And it takes like two seconds on your part. Seriously, at least realistically 30 seconds or less. That's, that's all it takes. So it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review and yeah, if you can take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me over at Emily Goff coach, mean the absolute world to me. And I'm just always so, so grateful that uh, people tune in to listen. It, it truly, I know I always say this, but it never ceases to amaze me and I'm always humbled by it. So thank you for showing up and I'll be back on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you. Mm -hmm.